We are back for another bad and bougie Buckeye bombast with Bellhaven and the boy. Indeed. Welcome back after uh, a long time as we're doing this episode. Um, we, we have not currently released uh, our series yet, and so for you listeners, it's been a while. And so we say welcome back uh, in this off-season. Today we wanted to uh, just discuss the bombshell news that dropped in college football, and that is USC and UCLA will be joining the Big Ten Conference uh, soon as 2024. Uh, so, your thoughts? Yeah, we'd like to thank you for the conversational hiatus. Yes, as the boys said, uh, we do have a series uh, that we will be publishing soon, but we wanted to get this one out there. Um, my initial thoughts were I was surprised, but I wasn't surprised. After the SEC went after um, you know Texas and Oklahoma, you just knew something else had to happen. You weren't quite sure what uh, in, in who the players would be, but you knew something like this was going to happen. It, it could not not happen. So um, I wasn't surprised from that perspective, but you know there was a lull. You know it was kind of kept hush hush, and so there was a bit of a surprise. From that perspective, um, and my my initial thoughts are with respect to those two teams. I think it's great. Uh, those are those are traditional um, Big Ten um, foes uh, out of the Pac-12. You know, from 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 the Rose Bowl days, etc. And also, you know, a lot of home and home series. You know, with UCLA and USC. You know, from time to time. So um, it, it's not. It's not like when they invited Rutgers of Maryland, you know, teams that you know, you hadn't really thought about or they hadn't really played much before. Um, Penn State did, but you know, not a lot of Big Ten teams really played those two teams. With respect to USC and UCLA, um, there's a there's definitely a familiarity there. And let's be honest about it. You know, if you're comparing um, USC and UCLA to Texas and Oklahoma, the Big Ten Big Ten got the better end of the deal. Texas is all hype. Texas has done almost nothing. Uh, never understood why they're so hyped up. It's a big state, big school out of the big state. They're they're wealthy, have a huge alumni, but when it comes to football, they've done jack. I mean, seriously, they've won, what, two national championships? Um, and frankly, over the past several years, they've been mediocre at best. Uh, Oklahoma, quite different. Oklahoma's a much better, um, richer tradition. But they don't compare to USC. They don't compare at all to USC. Uh, they are a, a step down from USC. Um, and then UCLA is, is definitely a nice to have. They bring with them you know, their, their wooden, uh, John Wooden National Championship. So definitely, in my opinion, better schools than Oklahoma uh, in, in Texas. So that, that, that's my initial thought. What about you? Uh, similar. Uh, obviously, I'm really not surprised at all. I'm just uh, shocked that it happened this fast and it, that it's those two teams. Uh, obviously, you know, USC and UCLA reached out to the Big Ten uh, mainly for um, the upcoming TV contracts because the Big Ten is going to uh, make a large amount of money and the disparity was great enough uh, between the Pac-12 conference and the Big Ten that they said, hey, uh, we're going to go to the Big Ten, which, you know, I don't blame them. It's great for them, uh, especially with the NIL, uh, NIL deals now, you know, coming to fruition and USC trying to, you know, create super teams over there. Uh, they need that money. So uh, obviously that helps them in that aspect. Um, and of course, uh, the Big Ten was glad to accept 
like you said, to rich programs uh, and tradition and history, not only in football, um, but also other sports like UCLA and basketball. And, of course, they have a high AAU standing, uh, so the Big Ten can still keep uh, their, you know, a- academic prowess, prowess, whatever that word is. Prowess. Intact. Prowess. Keep their academic prowess intact, uh, I should say, um, s- since, you know, they, they still claim that they like that. Yeah, I think the only school uh, in Nebraska is not an AAU, and I, I guess the, everybody says the N stands for knowledge when it comes to, to Nebraska. Of course. Um, so, yeah, like I said, not not surprised that it happened, just surprised that it happened this quickly. Um, I, I think it was bound to happen, especially after Oklahoma and Texas left to the SEC. Uh, of course, now there are some small reports that Washington and Oregon may be trying to join the Big Ten, too, which we'll see. Uh, if any more Pac-12 teams leave, leave, I think that league is effectively done. Um, and I just think it... It's just going to cascade now. Uh, I think fewer are the days where we're going to see a Power Five, and I wouldn't be surprised before the decade is over if we have uh, super conferences, mainly the Big Ten and SEC. Um, but I think, uh, especially before the TV contracts end, um, you know, when those finalize in a couple of years, uh, we'll definitely see some more shifting around college football. Yeah, to your point, that did escalate quickly. I mean, it went from you know a possibility news-wise uh, yesterday morning to by the time the day was out, they were actually voting on it um, and getting accepted in. So it did escalate rather quickly. Um, yeah, you bring up by by the time the decades out, it might not even take that long. I mean, here we are in 2022 and. Yes, once Oklahoma and Texas uh, made the move to the SEC, there was a scrambling uh, out of the Big 12 to, to um, you know, get some, basically, let's be honest, some, some scrape in the barrel, you know, uh, with respect to, to bringing some additional teams in. I won't say uh, scraping the barrel, but, you know, BYU, Cincinnati, it's not like some of these others, right? Um, but, yeah, that happened very fast afterwards, and I imagine – uh, to that point, something's probably going to happen very fast. Pac-12, they're going to have to figure out what to do. If there's rumors Washington and Oregon are trying to leave, uh, then clearly they're going to try to get in front of things. Um, maybe they try to merge with the Big 12 now, uh, the, the way the Big 12 is. So um, that's what's going to be very interesting is what's going to happen here in the next few months before the college football season begins. Um, uh, just very quickly, uh, we are doing this as a special episode out in the um, garden oasis that is my backyard. Uh, so if you hear the dulcet sounds of birds chirping and the, the wind and a little bit of the water from the pool, that's why. So, what do you think is next? Um, I'm not sure what's next. Real quick... Uh, and just from a, a fan perspective, you know, I see it from both sides. Obviously, um, you know, some people think it's it's a terrible move. Some like it. Uh, and I see both sides. Um, you know, personally, I never thought that, uh, you know, we'd be we'd be going back only moving forward. Um, and, and, you know, you know me. I, I love the history, tradition, the richness of college football. And so uh, I hope that we can continue that as long as we can, uh, you know, 
being an Ohio State fan, uh, somewhat a Big Ten fan, I just like those, you know, those Big Ten matchups, right? Those hard nose, you know, tough lot matchups. Like we see every year, whether it's Ohio State, Penn State, or sometimes Ohio State, Wisconsin, Iowa, you know. Uh, and so I hope we, we don't lose too many of those matchups. I will say that. Um, but I, I do think it'll bring some fun matchups upcoming, you know, especially USC, UCLA uh, coming to town against some of those uh, tough Big Ten teams um, where, you know, you, you really see line dominance in this conference. Um, and to be honest, the Pac-12 doesn't really have that strength. And so obviously they're going to have to change from that aspect if they want to continually compete in the Big Ten. Um, but I just hope overall that we don't lose, uh, you know, that tradition that, you know, we'll still get that heat of the, you know, those big rivalry matchups um, that we can still enjoy, you know, what, what makes college football great. Uh, I, I think you can embrace the change uh, and still enjoy those rivalries. So I hope as, as long as we can mesh, mesh the two um, as, as we change here, that's at least what I want to see. Yeah. And that just brings to the fore so many possibilities, right? You're right. I'm I'm a traditionalist. I'm not going to lie about it. Um, I'm not so much of a get off my lawn type of traditionalist, but I am a traditionalist. But you know, the winds of change have been swirling for a while, so it's you know you got to run with it. Um, but just so many interesting things. You talk about rivalries. You know, USC UCLA's a, a classic rivalry. Uh, you automatically bring into the Big Ten yet another rivalry with USC and Notre Dame. Um, and then there's speculation: is are they going to go after Notre Dame next? Right, because the ACC has to be thinking about okay, well, what's going to happen with us? Um, and Notre Dame has been kind of you know flirting with the ACC. Um, but I don't know, maybe now's the, the time to go get Notre Dame, uh, if you want them, I guess. Um, the Rose Bowl, that stadium is part of the Big Ten now. It, it, you know, I don't, I would rather go to the Rose Bowl for a Big Ten championship game, uh, versus Indianapolis. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, the Rose Bowl kind of took a back seat when, when the BCS and the playoffs came. Um, we in the Big Ten love, the Rose Bowl, and, and and we would love to have. I would love to have that as a as a as a uh, Big Ten championship venue. Um, you know what's going to happen with some of the new rivalries. You know USC. You know because Penn State was never really an Ohio State rivalry, but they've become um, one of the de facto rivalries. You know who is it going to be for USC? You know uh, or or UCLA. Um, also. In my opinion, you know, Penn State, as an independent before coming into the Big Ten, they were all hype. I knew that they were going to be closer to mediocre, uh, despite what their fans thought. They were going to rule the Big Ten. Uh, but they never played anybody until they got to the Big Ten, and it's been tough for them. They've won, what, two conference championships? Yeah. Um, and then you have Nebraska. Nebraska was like on an island. Uh, they came into the conference with a not-so-good coach. Um, they lost their basically their recruiting, right, because they were recruiting Texas to play in the Big 12. They basically lost their recruiting. Uh, they came in with a not-so-good coach. Um, USC, they come in at the right time. They have a great coach. Um, they have a lot of talent. Um, I think they're going to be competitive. Uh, UCLA, they've got a good coach, and I think there's going to be kind of um, kind of a, a you know a reinvigoration of that program. So it'd be interesting. Will they 
Will they take the uh, Nebraska-Penn State path, or will they actually come in as formidable foes? Uh, what will happen to the Rose Bowl as a venue? How, how will we have the Big Ten Championship? How will we divide things up? Will there be divisions? You know, um, will they divide into pods? Will we get Washington and Oregon? Just a lot of stuff, and a lot of that could happen over the next couple months. Yeah, it's crazy to think uh, just all the dominoes uh, that still have yet to fall, and all, all those questions like you asked. Um, yeah, it's gonna be gonna be fun. Uh, I do hope the Big Ten uses that venue. Uh, if we're getting 16 or more teams, probably makes sense to keep divisions. Uh, especially since you're, you're not going to increase games, you're still going to play the same amount and, and keep the 12. Um, but since, you know, the, the bigger point too is, uh, especially with the addition of USC and UCLA, now we're creating a national conference, um, a, a full national conference. And so I do think we'll see, you know, more teams from other conferences pull uh, out of those conferences as well um, is to, to try to create that same effect. Um, but since, since we have that national conference, you know, we can completely rebrand the divisions and it doesn't matter, you know, kind of what geogra- you know, what geographical area they're in, uh, just trying to make it as equal as possible. Uh, so I think we could have some fun with that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I, I think that's about all I've got, I've got for it right now. Uh, just basically, um, I, I don't know if I'll use the word excited because I don't know how I feel. I am excited about the matchups with UCLA and USC. I am excited about um, how we use the Rose Bowl. Um, But beyond that, it's just really questions. Uh, And so, you know, we'll see what happens over the next couple of months. As fast as this escalated from the news to it happening, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if over the next couple of weeks we see a lot, a lot more stuff. Yep, I agree. Nonetheless, uh, the biggest thing is, you know, still huge fans of Ohio State and uh, no matter what, hopefully c- continuing to see some good football, uh, some continued dominance by our Buckeyes. Yes, they shall become even more righteous. Okay, so we will be posting this one soon. Um, over the next couple weeks, hopefully we'll be posting our series of our top um, selections uh, in the history of Ohio State football, top quarterbacks, running backs, etc., Uh, And then, of course, as we hear more news from this, we will jump on again. So, I believe what I'm trying to tell you all is you have been blessed this day with an exciting, bad, and bougie Buckeye Bombast with Bellhaven and the boy. Indeed.